2: What's up, listeners? Welcome to another episode of Thinking Outside the Boombox. My name is Ahmad, and I am your host. It is Wednesday, March 28th, and you are in for another exciting episode of Thinking Outside the Boombox, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B news. Now, you know, I'm gonna jump right into it this week. This week, um, I had a special guest in the studio, my homie... Uh, joe g um to uh you know continue the kanye madness bracket so there's no press play segment or song of the week segment on the pod this week but you can catch all of that at thinking outside the for the podcast newsletter or if you're already subscribed to the mailing list you'll get that in your email slash you already have it in your email um so yeah so you know we're just gonna jump right into the dig deeper segment so what you're about to hear is a conversation that joe g and i had um for the sweet 16 and elite eight rounds of the kanye madness bracket enjoy welcome back to thinking outside the boom box it is time for the dig deeper segment Yo, what's good? You know what it is. It's time for the Dig Deeper segment. Um, As you know, for the past two weeks, I've been engaging um, in the Kanye Madness bracket that started on Twitter. Um, Started with 64 of Kanye's best songs. I eliminated down to 32. Had the wife on the podcast last week. We got it down to 16. And now today in the studio... I got the homie, Joe G. Say what up.
3: Hey, what's up, listeners? What's good with you?
2: And we are going to do our best to take on this this impossible task of narrowing this down all the way to four songs. So we got 16 right now. We're going to go through each division, get it down to elite eight take a short break and then we're going to come right back and jump right into it and eliminate down to a final four. So, we got a heavy undertaking in, in front of us, you know. Yeah. It was uh it was tough to get to this point, I tell you. A lot of Kanye songs had to had to hit the showers early in the tournament, but oh, you man. know, you know, I think the best song will win out in the end. So, like last week, um like I did with Karen, what I'll do is we'll go start in each division I will tell you the song that I think um, should go through in just a few words, because you know the listeners have heard, they've heard my opinions on these songs right. you know, for two weeks now. Right, right. So, you know, I'm just gonna say you know how I feel about a certain song. Um, you can convince me otherwise if you disagree or if you agree, tell me why you agree. We'll have some dialogue um, about it um, until we get down to elite eight, and then we'll. Flip it and do it again till we get down to the final four. So let's get it. You got anything you want to say before we get started?
3: Um, I just want it to be known mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. looking at my picks, I did not do it based on how I felt. Okay, <laughs> this is the what I picked isn't always my favorite. It's just the the time it was played, yeah. the impact mm-hmm. it was it was released, and you know. And, and is it? Some of these are still played to this day. So yeah. I know we'll get into that. But like this, I just wanted to be known. These aren't all my personal picks. Mm-hmm. So
2: and yeah, that's a that's a distinction that needs to be made because you know <laughs> I've made some decisions in this in this bracket. You know that, whereas like clearly to this day, there's a song that I I play more than a song that may have advanced. Right. But it's you know with the way that we judge these things, it's about you know cultural impact, cultural significance, the timing of you know what may have been going on when a song is released. All of that factors into how we make these decisions. So that can that can produce you know some results that people might not agree with. But you know that's what we're here for. I, yeah. I, I love the disagreements. Yeah. Uh. So let's let's hop right in. To the Northwest Division. We got two matchups in the Northwest Division. The first is Can't Tell Me Nothing in the One Seed versus Hey Mama in the 12 seed. Mm. So what I chose, here's, here's what I have to say. Can't Tell Me Nothing, I think, is a quintessential Kanye song. Mm-hmm. It's like the thesis statement of his entire career. Right. You know, you know what Kanye West is, I think he sums up in this song. And while Hey Mama is endearing, you know, we all love Joyous Kanye, you know, his mother died, This song lives forever, you know, you know, as, you know, a tribute and in honor of her, I think that Can't Tell Me Nothing is a song that gives us three focused, concerted verses from Kanye, and I think it's the better song of the two I have. Can't Tell Me Nothing advances to advance the next round. What are your thoughts?
3: Oh man, I I didn't expect to disagree right oh, off the bat. Right off the <laughs> bat. Oh, that's so it's, it's like the opposite of you, and, you and the wife. <laughs> <Real> <laughs> it's off, it's the opposite. Opposite.
2: That was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Last yeah. Week. So
3: so I had Hey Mama for those exact reason why. Uh, what you just said, I think the how it impacted um, R and B and rap at that time, mm-hmm. and I say both, because it can kind of be switched over, yeah. you know, back and forth, and how it's such a timeless track, and actually, you know, Can't Tell Me Nothing is timeless as well, you know, you can play that, it doesn't sound old, um, but Hey Mama is, it, you know, it kind of had, like, two separate, like, like a uh, push, you know. Like mm-hmm. so, it was big when he put it out, and then it was big again when his mom actually right, passed. True, true. And and that emotional performance he had after she passed mm-hmm. was like, okay, man. And so, man, I I I love can't tell me nothing. I get I say I scream the whole <laughs> song out loud, but when I think of the impact and I think about how far it will be around, uh. Past Kanye's years of, of being on this earth, I think "Hey Mama" would be just like how "Dear Dear Mama" would be for Tupac, and okay. that's what made me make that decision. Now, this was a tough one right off the bat for me, so I can't say it. we like, yeah, that's easy, but uh-huh. when I think about the longevity of this track compared to "Can't Tell Me Nothing," um, yeah. It's gonna be played at everybody. Somebody' mom pass away. Uh-huh. It's easily relatable to anybody. What Kate tell me, nothing isn't relatable to everybody. You know.
2: Okay. So that's
3: me, that's my that's my, let me, my take.
2: Let me let me give let me <laughs> take two more opportunities to convince you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> of why Kate tell me nothing should advance, and and I'll, I'll start with the easy one. So, if one of these songs disappeared off the face of the earth can't tell me nothing hey mama like they it just ceased to exist and you could only listen to one of them for the for the rest of time which one would you listen to
3: okay so so to me all right so that answer is easy only because there is a dear mama okay and, and so i would be like all right <laughs> day that was that's that's tough because hey, there's there's a dear mama out there where if i need that mama track. Right. I could get one.
2: Yeah.
3: And I feel like... There's a, there's
2: a lot of mama tracks out it there. It is. It's
3: a ton. And so... And, and you're right. Like, Can't Tell Me Nothing. That single was so big. And I can remember that video vividly. Mm-hmm. You know, him being on the like, desert by himself. I don't know what. It was just yeah. like a strobe light and yeah, that's yeah. it.
2: <laughs> Wasn't he wearing like a like a, a bandana around yeah, like the neck too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I
3: do remember like, that. So and and I really never thought about that but that that track was Kanye West. Is Kanye West still True. to this day? Uh-huh. So
2: So with that point, how can you choose to eliminate the song that is Kanye West that exemplifies Kanye West? So let me ask you my, let me go to my second point. So let me ask you this. What what about Kanye? What about Kanye and his songs? Is it that you like the most? Like, what that he does in his songs is it that that draws you that's like, this is why I like Kanye?
3: In okay. terms of rapping or producing?
2: Both. Like, the whole package. Musically.
3: Um, I like it when it's relatable. I think that's the, the part I like the most. Okay. Um, And that's with any artist. You right, know, I, right. I want For it sure. to be relatable. And it to flow and make sense uh-huh. cohesiveness in within a song and within an album obviously but we're talking about individual songs so i'm thinking about cohesiveness relatable and you know like heartfelt i think that's in this song i think i just answered it I catering mean, to this song which is the thing i but think <laughs> can't
2: tell me nothing gives you those exact same things it's cohesive it's, it may yeah, it not is. be relatable in that not everybody is as braggadocious and egotistic as Kanye is and you know. But at the same time, um what was the last point you said? Oh Heartfelt. It's definitely Heartfelt. It is
3: Kanye. It's it Kanye. is it's Kanye through and through. Um so
2: I'll you know, I will give you the opportunity. You you send uh, this into the next round. But those those are my points. Uh, like, I, I will I will go pressure. with whatever you you decide, but my points are that I think that Can't Tell Me Nothing is Kanye in a nutshell, and I can't eliminate a Kanye song. A Kanye, a a a song song that is Kanye... That that shows Kanye so well. He's rapping like three hard verses. You know, he's got the, you know, the sample. He's got the Jeezy sample with the ad-libs. And Hey Mama is great. And they're they're two two different types of songs. So it's really hard when you get down to like a heartfelt, like, you know, endearing song. Like Hey Mama. And then like a hard hip-hop track. Like Can't Tell Me Nothing. But, you know, when I just think about which song I think is better... You know, it's can't tell me nothing for me. But you know, I am conceding to you. You you get the final you know, say. And,
3: and the thing the thing that is getting me the most is when I look at the rest of these songs on here. The uh-huh. one that is Kanye, it the, the most is can't tell me nothing. So that is the only reason why I will allow this to go to the next round because this is this is Kanye through and through.
2: Yeah, I this agree. is
3: Kanye through and through. Uh, so yeah, I'll I'll let that one go because okay. I'll I will defer a stronger argument for another, <laughs> which I'm sure it will be. Oh, another one. I know it's coming. So I would defer a stronger argument. Okay. So okay, we'll go. And I,
2: and I accept your points, about hey, mama, I'm, I don't want to like you know <laughs> put hey, mama down like it's not a great song. Right. It is. It's just that look in this situation, it was a twelve C versus a one C for a reason. You yeah, know? You can't tell me nothing is the ultimate. Maybe not the ultimate, but it 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 deserves to be a one seed. When we're talking about Kanye song. That's so, true. That's okay. True. All right. So can't tell me nothing moves on. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm I'm inking it down. It's official. Right. Can't tell me nothing moves on to the elite eight. All right. In the northwest division next, the final matchup uh, in the sweet sixteen, we got flashing lights at the three seed versus through the wire the two seed. Man, this is tough. So. My winner is Through the Wire, because it's Kanye's origin story, the earliest form of his persistence and commitment on wax. He got in a car accident, jaw wired shut, and because he was so determined, so persistent to get his rap career off the ground, to get people to realize that he was more than just a producer, he was like, nah, I'm going to rap this song anyway, Jaw Wired Shut, lead single for my debut album. Like I just think that's incredible, and i don't I think that for flashing lights to compete with that song for me, even though I love flashing lights, I would have needed like another verse for flashing lights it seemed like i I don't think it can hold up to the greatness that is through the wire. I got through the wire moving on what you what you got
3: oh uh, no, I agree a hundred percent i I can't think of a reason that i mean i I actually debated. Uh flashing lights even getting here? So <laughs> within my I debated with myself. And uh, so
2: <laughs> let's see. Flashing lights went up against famous and then Big Brother.
3: Yeah. I liked Big Brother. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. I was like, which one are, which <laughs> one are you debating? Yeah. Okay. I, like,
2: I like Big that, Brother. That's better. fair. That's fair.
3: But um But that's just a personal choice. I understand why flashing lights got there.
2: Yeah, I yeah, just yeah,
3: yeah. Can debate it. Yeah. But um yeah, through the wire. For all the points you said, and plus this was my song. I had braces around the time this song came out. <laughs> through the wire. Yes. And so it was real. It was yeah. a lot of pain behind me rapping this song. Like I was definitely like through the wire, man. Like <laughs> Gotta get these tightened every four weeks. Hey know? yo, that
2: that Shaka Khan sample, like, like,
3: come on, man. Like,
2: so this was one of the earliest. I didn't even. I don't think I've mentioned this. Like, since the start of this bracket, like, this was one of the earliest, like, uh, uh, points where we see Kanye taking like a simple soul song and like, you know, messing with it to like create like a crazy sample that can take a song to the next level and that song through the wire is nothing without that shaka khan sample
3: absolutely nothing and you it know, was, it wise, it not. was a, a, a true gamble you yeah. know like kanye really yeah. changed the game with this mm-hmm. single mm-hmm. with this with how many risks he took just with this song mm-hmm. um it was a lot and this was his debut album and as we see like a lot of songs from his debut album is still on it here. You get what I'm saying? True, and it, there's a reason for that. It's a reason exactly because he the the impact that entire album had. Dang, there
2: is a lot. I just looked at this yeah, one.
3: with the with the, starting with that single, the impact this this album had was crazy. This is still like top three albums of my entire favorite album of my entire life. Like mm-hmm. so, um, to me, this was easy through the wire. <laughs> okay, yeah,
2: I nice. agree. Alright, so moving on to the Elite Eight, which we'll tackle a little bit later. We got Can't Tell Me Nothing versus Through the Wire. So we'll 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 get to that a little later. Uh let's jump to the let's jump to the Donda division. This is Donda Bruh, man. <laughs> this this I, I said at the beginning of the bracket that the Saint Division was the toughest division, but because of you know how the matchup shaped up In the Sweet 16, the Donda Division, I think, were some of the hardest choices I've had to make. So we got the first matchup. We got All Falls Down in the one seed versus Runaway in the four seed. I I already know. I have a feeling we're going to disagree here. Yeah. So this is tough for me, and I may be making a blasphemous decision. So, you know, it's going to be up to you to, to convince me. Look, All Falls Down. Is an all-time Kanye song.
3: I don't like where this is going. The
2: hook is undeniable.
3: <laughs> I don't like I can hear it in your tongue. Kanye's
2: <laughs> verses with the social commentary are on point. But...
3: No, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I knew
2: it. I knew Look, All Falls Down doesn't make me feel the way Runaway does. The raw emotion... The vulnerability that Kanye is able to convey through some outstanding (laughs) production, you know, an all time hook. And then personally, the three minutes that he spends at the end of the song, like in some interview, I've, I've watched a bunch of interviews on this. And actually, you know, for some, you know, after podcasts, you know, listening, there's this podcast called Dissect Dissect. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where the whole, the dude, it's some white dude, and he, like, he goes through an entire album and, like, analyzes every song on an album. He did it for To Pimp a Butterfly in the first season. In the second season, he did My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's it's a combination of, like, some severe musical analysis, like, actual, like, music theory. Like, he took these chords and, you know, that type of stuff, but yeah. he also analyzes, like cultural impact and that type of stuff. And, like, I go up and down on, like, my agreement with that dude and some of the stuff he says. But I I listened to his one for Runaway. It was a two-part episode. Dang. And so just, like, the musical, like... And I'm not taking this in my decision because it's not something that everybody had access to. But, like, just the musical, like, stuff that he did in this song is crazy. But personally, I've always loved 808s and Heartbreaks. And I oh, think that yeah. Runaway... You know, takes the style of music that that album portrays and it kicks it up like 30 notches. It's very creative. And unlike All of the Lights, which got eliminated last week, um, because, you know, I was caping for it because I was like, yo, it's one of Kanye's most creative songs. But the wife was like, but what is that song even really about? (laughs) So unlike that song, you know, I think that Runaway actually has some serious contextual meaning to Kanye's career coming off the Taylor Swift thing. um, And like, you know, it's combined with power, which we'll talk about later. I think it was a thesis statement for where his career was going. It was him coming back into the limelight, you know, after that whole thing. So all of that rolled up. I think that Runaway has a greater impact on had a greater impact on Kanye's career, while All Falls Down may have had a greater impact, like socially, and that time, right? Yeah. But that, that, I had yeah. I have Runaway moving on, but I, I have a feeling you disagree. <laughs>
3: oh, man, I really, I it's I, I really keep putting myself back in that time mm-hmm. of when both of these songs came out. And uh Runaway is good, don't get me wrong. It's it's played still to this day. Mhm. I just had All Falls Down and after you said all of that, it makes me want to rethink my answer because All Falls Down was comical. She was conscious. Mm-hmm. You know, the video, you know, had celebrities in it and it was well, yeah, really Stacey creative. yeah was the yeah. main interest. And um and it just made you think about why we do certain things and everything like that. Uh, but Runaway, the impact of that era was bigger than mm-hmm. All Falls Down. Because All Falls Down had a lot of hits at that. He came out with a lot of hits around All Falls Down. True. Whereas Away and Heartbreak, it took, to me, it took a, a, people a, a longer time to adjust to it. But then, like, well, at least it did for me. I'm going to speak for myself. Mm -hmm. Like, it took me a while to really come around to 808 and heartbreak. And then once I. You mean
2: My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy? I mean My Beautiful Dark uh,
3: Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, because that one was like, all right, like, all right, what's going on? Like, it was a lot at one time. But then once I sat down, I was like, all right. Whoa! And then it was after a little break because I was like, "All right, yeah, like this is cold. This yeah. is this is another classic. I'm with you, there. and this is important yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me get out of it. Whatever I was listening to at <laughs> that time, probably trash. <laughs> and <then laughs> listen and listen to this. And so I think I have. I will have to. I don't mind Runaway going next. Um, and I'm looking ahead.
2: And now now I don't wanna you know, if you truly believe that all falls down, you know, should should beat it. I don't wanna you see, know I'm not see, my job is, is not to dissuade you to my side, you know what I mean? I
3: can I can get you to my side when I have more valid points. Okay. Like, cause, okay, and that's that's what Karen we, was
2: saying last week. She was like, Yeah, like if my points are stronger. Yeah. Uh-huh. If
3: my points were stronger, it's some of these that I'm really passionate about. You'll see. I'm not gonna go, you know. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see when that gets. But I don't mind Runaway. I don't mind Runaway right now. Okay. For now. for now. Now that last I was with you last week though. On which one? All of the lights. I don't know why. Because I thought oh versus get them high. I mean no versus. Oh no, you're right. Who did Runaway?
2: Uh, runaway beat Drive Slow. Oh, wait, never mind.
3: Never mind, I was looking at the wrong part. Yeah, (laughs) Runaway should have got there. Runaway should have got there. But yeah, I'll I'll keep them them flowing, though. I'll keep them flowing.
2: Yeah, Runaway actually had a pretty easy run. It did, it did. It went against against Blood on the Leaves first round. And, I mean, I love Blood on the Leaves, but I just thought Runaway was a better song, more impactful. And then it went against Drive Slow, and, you know, that one... That one just... Yeah,
3: Drive Slow might not have, should have gotten in, but...
2: Too... I mean, but it went against highlights from the life of Pablo.
3: No, I'm saying it shouldn't have gotten in. Oh, it shouldn't in. even
2: have been on the list.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see why I said it so low? Well? I don't think it needed to make 64, I don't, bro. I
2: don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. I think that... You know, I... I think that there's there's a couple songs that we mentioned a couple w- or a week or two ago that should have been on here. Like Everything I Am mm-hmm. from graduation, I think could have made it over Drive Slow. Yeah. Drive Slow is not uh one of the best late registration songs. Nope. It's it's good. Uh but I you know, I think it made it to the the round of sixty four because it had an easy first round. Like it was like a play in game. Highlights. Yeah. I don't even know how that made it to be like honest, why? to be honest, highlights shouldn't have been on this list. Yeah, but, like what? I didn't but make the brackets. So. I don't,
3: don't want to go back. <laughs> Let me stop right, going right. back. Let's keep moving forward. Let's keep yeah. moving forward.
2: So, you know. I had some stuff
3: on my chest right, for the last you. two weeks. I am <laughs>
2: sorry. Right, so, I give you again. You get the last say. All falls down to Runaway. You know, what?
3: We'll do Runaway.
2: Okay. Okay. Rain it down. It's official. Now, let's jump into the second matchup of the Sweet 16 for the Donna Division. Also hard for me is the 11 seed Roses versus Get them High in the 10 seed. Another now, one
3: that doesn't, they don't go, they should not be going against each they other. They shouldn't. They
2: shouldn't. And and they would not have been if Karen did not convince me otherwise. But I don't I don't regret all, all of the lights. That's fine. It's fine. I get it. What is he even talking about? I get it. I'm not going to digress. That was funny. So, you would think that this would be easy for me. Because, one, if it were not for the wife last week, Get them High wouldn't even be in this round. <laughs> but it was hard. Like, okay. you know, when I went and listened to both of these songs, just like Hey Mama versus uh, Can't Tell Me Nothing, they're two different types of songs. Roses is a, you know, soft, slow-tempoed... Um, you know uh, joint by Kanye that's about you know loss and like his grandma in the hospital and his mm. family flying in because they want to you know want to make sure they're there in case this is her last her last moments so and she ends up pulling through in the end you know and it's it's one of those type of songs you know it's real meaningful and you know that's something that you know I like when Kanye does stuff like that but then you got to get them high and Get him High is hilarious. Uh-huh. It's got Kanye with like these, he's got like some Biggie, he's, uh, interpolations with some of Biggie's songs. He's got, uh, Talib Kwali giving a dope verse. He's got Common giving a dope verse at the end. Mm-hmm. The beat is, the beat is tough. Yeah. Like, it's tough. Like, it, this, this was hard for me. So, when it came down to it, and I can't believe that I'm saying this because Roses came so far for me. Like, I, I caped for Roses. Like, I, I had Roses beat Blame Game in the first round, and that was tough for Dang. me to do. That was tough for me to do. But I've got Get them High moving on in the next round because I just think... Uh, I can't even convince myself to say this right now. Just I'm going to say. say Get them High moves on. You can object or agree. What are your Mm -hmm. thoughts?
3: I I 100% agree. I did not have to think about this long. I uh-huh. love roses, but Get em High was my favorite song on that album. Okay, it was it was it was my favorite song for a minute. It gets me hyped still to this day. It does. I think does. how how clever he was. He was talking about I was talking about dropping out of college when I was in like fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, what about I, I got the nerve to drop my butt I'm out of college. I'm over here rapping at loud. Laugh. <laughs> Not even in high school. I was like, I like how it was clever how he even introduced Talib. Yo, that was That was I, I like, like, the, the girl. I, I was everybody in this song. I was yeah, everybody. Yeah. Just like on um, that R. Kelly and that um, uh, Izzy Brothers song. Like you oh, know when you confession, confe- I was every, uh man. contagious, contagious, thank and you contagious. You know how you everybody, I was everybody in this song. I'm yeah. literally you mean Talib, restricted your, uh, I live the restricting I mean I'll, <laughs> that's my favorite CD that I'm like am my crib. I mean you don't really know him. Why Why'd you lying? You, you know, come on, like your quack No, I'm you're saying. right. You're right. <laughs> like you're right. I, I used to do that every time. Get on yeah. everybody's nerves. I, I think it him. was so clever, funny. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can literally picture this song in my mind, yeah. and at the same time, you could picture roses easy, like True. seeing Kanye tee up on a nurse. Like, right. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what it's, I mean? It's
2: very, it's very realistic. <laughs> yeah.
3: But this one is this one was was cold. This one was cold.
2: Yeah. And okay, I, you know, I, I've been capable for roses for a long time. Like having it be blame game in the first round. You know, for me, it was like, well, now I got to see this through. Like, you know, that was that was a tough first yeah. round win. That was win. tough, man. But, you know, shout out to Karen for convincing me to get Get Em High, you know, into this Sweet 16. And shout out to you, because I, I, I think you're right. I think Get Em High is a more memorable song. Mm-hmm. You know, Rose is as great of a song as I think it is. You know, it's underrated. Like, people, it's a song on late registration that... If somebody says top five songs of late registration, a lot of people might not say Roses. I might, but that's just me. But Get them High, you know, that beat, those verses, you know, Kanye being Kanye, you know, in that crazy way that he liked to put comedy into his songs and them still be dope songs, I think he did that with Get Him High. And fun fact, the girl uh who was doing the girl part in that song I just read today when I was doing research of this that it was like his ex girlfriend or it's his ex girlfriend now, but it's his, it was his current girlfriend at the time. Really? I guess she was just there when they was recording it, so she did all of those parts. Bars. And it's the same the same girl that oh what's that song, Never Let Me Down, when he says, And I promise Mr. Rainey, I'm gonna marry you. Oh daughter. yeah, yeah. He was yeah. talking about her. He was uh, talking about that girl. Um dang. so all right, get them high. Moves on to the next round. I'm okay with that. I'm Writing it down. Cool. cool. Writing it down. Whew, Okay, that was tough for me. That was tough for me.
3: It was A little bit just, easier for me though. You know? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> A little bit easier. I get too hyped. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so moving on into the elite eight, we got runaway versus get them high. That'll be that'll be interesting. Um, let's jump to the Chicago division. We got the one seed Jesus walks versus the five seed We Major. Look. I think it's going to take a top four all-time Kanye West song to beat out Jesus Walks. Definitely. And I just don't think that We Major is that song as good as it is. I love We Major. My favorite song off late registration, you know, you know, up there with roses in like my top five on late registration. But Jesus Walks is, come on. Kanye doing a gospel song, getting a gospel song on the radio, showing his versatility. I got it moving on to the next round.
3: Uh, definitely. This this doesn't even need a long discussion. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, Jesus Walks was on the radio. You know, when you got, you know, my parents, who is extremely religious, mm-hmm. and they, they know Jesus, not the lyrics, but they know of Jesus Walks. Mm-hmm. They know that it's Kanye. And, uh, you know, in comparison, you know, to, and then it was on rap and it was on, R&B, you know, it was on gospel, and it was played consistently through for a while.
2: Yep.
3: And uh, when it comes to We Measure, I mean, the biggest thing We Major was it was on, like, a 2K.
2: Oh, um, yeah, yeah.
3: And it was a great song, but in terms of the impact, right? I mean... I'm tired of it at this point because I <laughs> I was I listened to it on it, 2K it so like much. That with the 2K. I think skip the 2K it now, us. you know, like yeah, that's <laughs> like, real. That's like, real. So, so like, but I can't I, I will always feel bad for skipping Jesus Walks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's just that just shows you the, the lyrics were deep. They cut deep, they were real. And uh it's gonna take a big song to like, to kick off Jesus Walks simply just talking about the impact.
2: Yeah.
3: Um not even getting into the lyrics and the production. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that's it for me.
2: Okay. All right, Jesus Waffle moves on to the next round. It's been it's been taking songs out left and right. Murder to excellence, we don't care and we major. Ooh, hey. Man, I liked we don't care, No, yeah, yeah, know. That's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. So, next in this division, we got number 6 Gold Digger versus Power at number 2. Um, I think Gold Digger is hilarious, memorable, an all-time great Kanye song, but power is even more a work of art. You know, after the Taylor Swift incident, the lyricism of this song, the unabashed honesty, egoism, the depth of the content. You know, it was a dark song, and it really let us know what to expect from My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy right off the bat, um, because it was the first single. You know, it's one of Kanye's best songs, and I think it deserves to move on to the next round. What you got?
3: I I have power. I have mm-hmm. I have power. It it it's still played everywhere. Like it, you hear it on at the Bulls games,
2: Movie, trailers. movies,
3: trailers. It was on everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and Gold Digger was great at that time. It was so funny. And with that Jamie Foxx in his prime, <laughs> um in terms of R&B prime, mm-hmm. uh at that time it was really good, but as of now you know nobody's going to be playing gold digger you like you won't, that was strictly for his album and for mm. you know BT for the move for the uh music videos um that was a pretty easy one for me even though i like gold digger it was just you know
2: it it was easy for me too i i think gold digger is a good song like it's you know it's one of those comedy songs and i think it 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 got here because you know it's one of the of the songs in Kanye's catalog that, if you're a Kanye fan, you know every word to. Mm-hmm, like it, mm-hmm. it lasted in term of like how people connected with it, and I mean it's relatable to a, to a, to somebody. I mean, not me personally, or, but like or, to a lot of people, a lot of people. So I see how it got here, but yeah, I think Power is just a better song. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna have Jesus Walks versus Power in the Elite Eight, um, in the next round. So. Moving on to the final division for the Sweet 16. Um, We're going to have the One Seed Touch the Sky versus the Five Seed Spaceship. Now... Hardest one for me in this situation. This was tough. I I caped a lot for Spaceship. I mean, I had to eliminate Ultra Light Beams and Diamonds from Sierra Leone to get it here. And I don't regret it. Like, I think Spaceship has everything we like in a classic Kanye song. You know, dope, like dope verses from the featured artist a dope soul sample kanye on his like conscious social commentary stuff great hook great um great lyricism and while touch the sky is no doubt the more beloved song i think from the people you know because it was spaceship wasn't a single touch the sky was and you know it introduced us to lupe fiasco but i think spaceship is a better song I've got it moving on to the next round. What do you? What do you?
3: I don't agree. I Ooh. do not agree. Ooh. I don't Let's agree. Let's talk about it. I like. <laughs> I like touch this guy, man. For so many reasons, and it's so odd because, when the first time I did this, I had spaceship moving on to, uh-huh. and I will say the reason why I had it moving on because, first of all, I worked graveyard shifts for three years in college, <laughs> so. This was my theme song, uh, <laughs> like, And so you know, I, I used to sing this song all the time. It's again, you know, around that time
2: Very relatable. Very Everybody relatable. Has a manager that they want to curse out.
3: Everybody want to shorten the and register. Insults. Hey. You know, hey, all the time. <laughs> like all but the, time. the thing the thing is when I hear Touch the Sky and when I hear them Horns, when I hear Lupe Fiasco verse, how he came in. When I think of that song and the, the impact around that time, what it did for me, I think of the music video mm-hmm. and how creative what it was with like Evil Kneeva, uh, v- Evil Caneval. My yeah, bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: Tracy Ellis Ross was in that.
3: Tracy Ellis, like it was, it was a lot at that time. It was great. Lupe Fiasco was in his prime. I'm talking about when everybody wanted him. Like, this was before Lasers. Like... Oh, yeah. It was before Lasers and after that Kick Push album. So, like... Mm -hmm. So, it was like he was... He was in his prime. He laid a hard verse. And Kanye just served. Like, he he served. and, And it will be... It's a bigger... And I can't do that for everyone in terms of impact. Because a lot of Kanye songs, nobody knows and nobody really pay attention to it and they yep. cold, uh but I I genuinely like touch the sky to its core more than spaceship even though wow. I feel like I can relate to a spaceship mm-hmm. a little bit more you okay. know cause I'm never that flyest one in the room <laughs> <laughs> I know my role in society <laughs> you know <laughs> like,
2: I feel you. I feel you. So I'm, I'm 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 still on the opposite side. Like I think I I, I I never connected with Touch the Sky as much as like Spaceship. But I I understand the appeal of Touch the Sky. I understand why it is where it is. And I mean that that move on up sample is is classic in yeah. itself. So I'm I'm willing to concede. Spaceship is one of my favorite Kanye it is, songs. It is, it is. One but of I my think favorite. it's run, it's Cinderella story, Kanye madness run, I think needed to end here. I'm, I'm okay with it getting beat by Touch the Sky. Touch the I'll, Sky. i concede that. I'm and I'm sorry,
3: down. Spaceship, because you know you know, I was working them grade shops wishing I could <laughs> fly away and leave <laughs> everything
2: else. Uh, yeah. Okay, alright. So the final matchup in the sweet 16 we've got homecoming in the 14 seed versus niggas in paris in the 2 seed um this was tough it was now you know for us personally being chicagoans yes you know, yes, homecoming yes. held a special place in our hearts you know kanye talking about chicago in the song it was like a it was like a, a un an un... Uh, what's the word? I can't think of it. But it was a... It was an anthem. You know, even though it wasn't an unofficial anthem, you know, for Chicago. Mm-hmm. And it went a long way as the 14 seed. Yeah. But for me, its run comes to an end here. Like I think that "Niggas in Paris" was a moment and a movement. And here's the question I will pose to you: Could Kanye West play Homecoming at a concert 12 to 13 times in a row? And it still be as lit as when he did that for niggas in Paris. And the answer is no. The it's
3: answer no. is no. It's and that's no. the thing I had to think about. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It really did come to stuff like that, like because we have facts, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know. Like if if we play if we play homecoming 13 times a row, people leaving. Like,
0: <laughs> like they go to sleep. Hey,
3: like you know. And yeah. it played more for us because we both went out of state for school.
2: Right. So, right.
3: you know, um, they, you know, Homecoming, and Homecoming didn't really, it didn't really hit, like, you know.
2: Yeah, it was more like a, it was more like a, a jovial feeling that you got in your chest. It wasn't like we knew every song, is hard. It right. wasn't like that. Because
3: we knew, like, at least, like, we knew he was talking about Chicago even yeah. before he stated that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, we could, we could feel it. Mm-hmm. And so uh and it's definitely a feeling you get when you're from Chicago. I know every city, every state has that song mm-hmm. where you like you really wouldn't understand unless you was from there. And uh and I'm sorry to see that one go. Even though it it did have a, a pretty decent like it got there pretty easy to me. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, homecoming you talking about?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, it went up again. I would say it's hardest uh it's hardest Competition was gorgeous, probably. From and, uh, and that was and music. that was an easy and one for was, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, so, so <laughs> like it, but
3: you you can't you can't go against this song and think. Yeah, I mean that's what happens when you're
2: four T so C eventually you just it's don't. gonna catch up with you. Yeah, you it does. You man. can't get the all the you can't go all the way without facing some tough competition. Yeah,
3: and so. and and for this one, you know. For this one, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm
2: Let's, writing it in. Just Niggas in one, Paris.
3: Keep that one short.
2: <laughs> All right. So, in the Elite Eight for the Saint Division, we got Touch the Sky versus Niggas in Paris. And that concludes the Sweet 16. We are down to eight songs. We got Can't Tell Me Nothing, Through the Wire, Runaway, Get Them High, Jesus Walks Power, Touch the Sky, and niggas in Paris. We'll be right back after a short break. We gotta get our thoughts in order because we're about to uh, we're about to narrow this down to four songs. So after oh, a short man. break, we'll be right back with more of the Dig Deeper set. Welcome back to Thinking Outside the Boombox. It is time to jump right back into the Dig Deeper segment. We are now on the Kanye Madness bracket. We are down to the Elite Eight. Eight songs remain in this bracket. We got in the Northwest Division Can't Tell Me Nothing versus Through the Wire. The Donda Division, Runaway versus Get Em High. The Chicago Division, Jesus Walks versus Power, The Saint Division, Touch the Sky versus Niggas and Pears. So what we're gonna do this time around is Joe is going to give us his thoughts. Um and for each of these matchups, which song he oh, thinks man, deserves to go. <laughs> and then I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna agree or disagree. We're gonna talk it out until we are left with four songs that move on. Um so I'll let you pick whichever division you want to to do first. You know, if you want to get the easy ones out the Ooh. way, if you wanna get the hard ones out the way. If you thought there were some easy hard ones. So it's up to you.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. If I were to say to go from the easiest one for me. Uh-huh. Uh Which I will division? have to start in the Saint Division. Saint Division.
2: Okay. Yeah.
3: Okay. And so So that we got This is Yeah.
2: In that division we got the one seed touch the sky versus the two seed niggas in Paris.
3: So I will have to go with the two seed inward in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> N I star star A S in Paris. No, star,
2: star 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 star
3: star 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 star. <laughs> <Paris>. <laughs> I I will have to go with that
2: one.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, not many of these have a Jay Z feature. You know?
2: That's true. And Jay-Z was on a lot of Kanye songs.
3: He was, um, and, and this song at that time, with both of them and that album, with this leading and Otis, like, that was epic, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, um, I can't take that for granted. I love Touch the Sky, but it barely made it through Spaceship.
2: Yeah, that was that was rough. That, that was rough. rough. I that was, still that feel kind of way about that.
3: Yeah, and I and I get it. And and I, what eased my mind is knowing that space. Uh, even if I put spaceship right here, they would have lost to to this to this number two seed. So
2: I I I would have had a lot of trouble with that to be honest. But yeah. I don't I don't have to make that decision. <laughs> those, so
3: so that that is where I would go with this. Like if I were to compare kanye like just the the dynamic of this song with jay Z leading Kanye coming in, them going back and forth mm-hmm. throughout the song, and then comparison to kanye and and Lupe, you know that's kinda unfair, you know, like <laughs> it when is, it, it you is. know, and so I think about that, I think about the impact of it and and the amount of money they made on that. Probably crazy, but yeah. So that's that's how I I reason with myself to make this decision. And what are your thoughts?
2: Uh, I completely agree with you. I'm I'm, you know you were caping for touch the sky last round, so I was a little worried that you were gonna you were gonna advance it this round. But I'm completely with you. I'm completely with you. Okay. Like I think if you if you take uh, each of the songs in a vacuum. Mhm. And you consider all of the the cultural and you know the impact that the songs had to the genre in a vacuum in their own time periods, I think that Niggas in Paris' impact was greater than Touch the Sky's impact. Love Touch the Sky. I mean sorry, honestly, I don't sorry. love it as much as a few other songs. Um
3: Are you struggling over here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. But, you know, I think that yeah. you know it, it doesn't hold up, you know, to niggas in Paris. So, I, this was actually a relatively easy decision for me. Same, same. So, I'm glad that we agree on that. Okay. All right, cool, cool, Advance cool. Advancing to the final four is niggas in Paris. The two seed knocks out the one seed in the Elite Eight. Okay. All right, what you want to do next? All right, so we're
3: going to, over to Donda. Ooh. We're ooh going ooh. over to Donda okay. right here. We're going right. to have to kick it up a notch.
2: Uh-huh. Uh...
3: I had to close my eyes for this one. listeners. I'm not going to lie to you. Don't do what I think you're
2: about
3: to do. It. I'm about to do it. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm about to do it. I hope you're ready. I am about to do cho- This is with oh,
2: sorry. I didn't Runaway. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm sorry. This is with Runaway.
2: The four seed versus <laughs> Get them High, the ten seed.
3: All right. So, I'm pulling for the underdog. Bruh. I'm pulling for the underdog. Bruh. With <laughs> get him
2: high. No, what?
3: I'm pulling for him. Let, let You know, I I had to be honest with myself. With this one. <laughs> I just, I i like get him high better. Um. Oh, my gosh. Cause Runaway is a great song. It's <laughs> a I'm very, not very
2: great song, yeah. It's it is a great song. It is a great song.
3: <laughs> it's, it's 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 an amazing song. I personally love Get em High. And I know I, for all the reasons I expressed earlier, Runaway could have went out for me last round. And I'm not ashamed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I really like Runaway. Uh man, I I'm, I'm trying to think of a good reason why I chose Get Em High over Runaway. Mm-hmm. It's another situation where the songs are a little bit different. True. In terms of what genre they were falling in for me. Uh but I like get 'em high. So you got some work to do. You got some work to do to convince me all right otherwise. All
2: right. <laughs> Look, get a get 'em high get 'em high has had its fun. It's had <laughs> it, a lot of fun. It's just had a lot of fun. You know, it came in at the ten seed, took out a seven seed in the glory, took out a two seed in all of the lights last week. Yeah, and then we just had to take out an eleven seed in roses. Look, it's a great song, but now you're gonna have to make you're gonna you're gonna make me point out its flaws in comparison oh, to running. Oh I mean, man, I, mean, I didn't want to have to. I Are have there
3: to any? <laughs> ask it a real question.
2: <laughs> I didn't want to have to do I
3: anything. didn't realize there were flaws, bro.
2: <laughs> look, it's it's a great song. It's a great song. But when you look at, you know, we're taking all these factors into play. And we have we have talked in detail about how impact and you know, that contextual meaning is is a big deal. Right. And right. how we make these decisions. And Runaway has that in 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 you know in excess. Okay, As, uh, well, Get Getemai does not.
3: All right, but listen to this. I feel like Runaway was a little repetitive. You know, how so? And, uh, I, just, I mean, or I guess repetitive is what you call a chorus, but you know, <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I, mean, I just feel like the
2: Paris was repetitive. Yeah, yeah just, I mean, we just put that in the next round.
3: That's true, but like, I, I just ah. Uh, it just didn't hit home for me. It 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 just didn't hit home for me, and this one, and I need you to name another flaw.
2: Look, so let me let me do this. We're gonna take this in a few steps. Take each of these songs off of the album it was on. Does that does that drastically change the album? You take "Get 'Em High" off of "College Dropout." You know, is it is that album different? Do we do we miss it? It was
3: like the first song. Get 'Em High. Yeah, no, like nah,
2: like it's the like no, nah, it's it's down there. It's like it's like maybe ten. I would say. A, I, I'll look it up for you. I, you know, I I want to I want you to be, be ah. comfortable with these facts. And I don't I don't just mean like the place that yeah. it is. Oh, sorry, I just started a random Kanye song. Condé song. <laughs> I don't mean that the the place that it it exists on the album, but I mean just in general. All right, all right. Take take the song off the album, and it's number nine. Out of 21 songs. You're right. And, you know, does it, you know, does it really, really matter in the, the grand scheme of that album? Like, how much does it contribute to what that album means? And I would argue, you take Get em High off of the college dropout, it's not that big a deal. You take "Run Runaway off of My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, that's a whole nother album. Because Runaway... You know, you know, to get into the like historical context of where Kanye was in his career, you know, after the whole Taylor Swift incident where he was, you know, yeah. victimized in the media and everywhere else. He decided to go off to Hawaii to get away from everybody, he took a year off, recorded in secret, all of that. All right. Runaway was his, you know, even though Power was the first single, you know, which was a serious thesis statement you know, for that album and, you know, what type of Kanye we were gonna be getting. Runaway was a direct, you know, uh reflection of that incident. Mm-hmm. If you remember, um, how big a deal it was that VMA uh performance that he did when he performed Runaway for the first time. Oh, that's true, that's true. It was a huge. year after the VMA incident with Taylor Swift. Yep. A year later he was on the VMAs Early in the show, Taylor Swift performed some song called "Innocent." Everybody was like, "Ooh, was that about Kanye?" Mm-hmm. And then they saved Kanye for last, the last performance. He came out. He had the NPC player on like the Greek column. He had the red suit uh, with the gold chains. I remember, I remember. He played the NPC. The ballerinas came out. They killed. You know them. what I'm saying? Pusha T came out in the salmon suit. Salmon. <laughs> Look. <laughs> with the, Look with the three braids. Right with the three braids. Look, I think Runaway has has had a greater impact That's on true. Kanye's career yeah. than Get Him High. And look, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to come at Get Him High like this because I, I do like it. Obviously, I didn't like it enough for it to get even through the past two rounds. <laughs> but I do Watch like yourself. So, Watch yourself. Watch no, yourself. But I mean, this is already on <laughs> right, right, right. Karen's the reason it got to. You know, the previous round, the you get a reason to got to Thank this you. round, you Thank know what I mean? So, but, you know, when I think about what Runaway, you know, did for Kanye's career, I don't think that, you know, him, you know, that's rapping true. about 36, 26, plus double Ds, you know, with a tie of quality and a common verse, I don't think it matches up. That's that's what but I'm the
3: saying. the lyrics stick to your ribs, though. <laughs> They never said they get unstuck. You no know, kidding. <laughs> they do. I, they do. So my thing is this: uh-huh. I think I think I will have to fold for this one just because that Taylor Swift situation put Kanye on to white people. Yeah. You know, like yeah. like like Kanye was was still like he was big, mm-hmm. but I don't think white people really understood how good he was and how big of an impact he was yeah. on on the rap game. And so that made that made people think like, "Oh, who is this Kanye West? Oh, he's wild. like that's when he got that image of mm-hmm. being like
2: Yeah, and they they got a glimpse on graduation cuz you know, yeah. he was doing some crazy stuff on graduation. He took that Daft Punk song to make stronger. So they, yeah. you know, they knew about him, but yeah, I agree. This, this took them, yeah. you know, they, they, they got to know his personality a lot more. From that,
3: that, that in that, uh, 9-11 situation where George Bush don't care uh-huh. about black people. Oh, right, like right, right, those two situations. Right. Those two situations I mean, um, my bad Katrina. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm
2: terrible. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, you're good. Both
3: horrible situations. <laughs> but I just really messed that up. But, uh, but, um, with Katrina, I think, I mean, with uh, Taylor Swift was when he really got put on the map. And then he capitalized on it with this song.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, and and it was a big deal. Yeah, it man, he made this into an
2: amp. Like, the song itself deal. lends itself. And the the repetitiveness yeah. of Runaway, you know, is purposeful. Like, the way that chorus is set up, you know, let's have our toast, like, all of that, like, yeah. it's to make it more catchy and more anthem-like. And you know, he made this song so that it could play for for women who are like, you know, you know, against the people that it's praising and also for the people that it's praising. Like mm-hmm. and he said that in the interview, like he you know, he made it so that it could be, you know, a reference for multiple groups. And why, you know, lyrically sure, I don't think it, it's as lyrical as Get Em High. Get 'em High has, you know, yeah. three hip hop verses, four hip hop verses from you know, three great hip hop artists. Yeah. Um, but I think that the creativity, the impact, the uh, the overall production of Runaway, I think blows Get Them High out of the water. And they were different time periods. But I just think that that's, I just think that that's what it, that's what it was at the point. But I, I just think it's gotta, I think it's gotta move on. You're right. It's, a, it's right. a final four song.
3: You're right. That was a know. buzzer beer for me, listeners. I don't <laughs> know if, if y'all agree or not, but. You know, you can at me. I ain't scared. A lot, a lot of people, a lot
2: of people don't don't think, and and you know, because I was doing a lot of research and looking at a lot of people who were doing this bracket on the internet and reading some of their conversations, and a lot of people don't mess with Runaway, but I'm I'm not sure of what they're considering when they say that. Mm-hmm. A lot of them seem like they were just looking at the lyricism at face value, maybe. But you know, I I just think that song is way more than that, and I think that's I think that's why I should move on.
3: Lyrically, get them high, got it beat. Yeah, for beat sure. Bad. For but sure. um, but yeah. Okay, so we'll run away. We'll be going to the final four. So the
2: final four. All right.
3: All right. All
2: right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Um. All wait, right. I was like Chris. I was a Chris Rock. Person. I know. I know. <laughs> I know, but. All right, so now let's get to the hard ones. Because I I think these are the hard ones. (laughs) Me
3: too, me too. Your choice. Let's go to the Chicago division, man. Okay,
2: okay. So, the Chicago division, we got the one seed. I will point out in the Elite Eight, out of the four divisions, three of them were one versus two seeds. Um, and the Donda division that we just did was a four versus a 10 seed. So a lot of crazy stuff happened in that division. But for the most part, the top songs, as you know, said by the people that created this bracket ended up in the elite eight. So, uh, this is Jesus walks in the one seed versus power in the two seed. What you got, man? What you got? I know this is tough. Oh, I know it is.
3: this is so tough. I know. I know. Hmm. I took Jesus walks. I, I took Jesus walks um I know I said a lot of the points and I know power was was so successful. It was so successful with movies, trailers, mm-hmm. you know, commercials, everything, but when you take into account Jesus walks and the impact it had on you know, individuals outside of I think the companies in different places like companies use power Mm -hmm. and and like the jesus walks was used by like individual people right right right, and uh smaller groups of people a lot more and the impact it had was a lot heavier on Mm -hmm. um just seeing you know and i'm i know he's not the first one you know i think mace was the first one to go from rap to Gospel, oh, right, right? You know, and he eventually came back, like they all do for the most part. You know, Snoop Dogg just came out with one. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so like I just think for him at that time, even though this wasn't a full album, this song was so impactful from somebody like Kanye, mm-hmm. like to go completely right when everything else was left, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and it was still Kanye. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It still wasn't like, oh, I don't recognize him, or oh, I don't like this Kanye. I like the other Kanye more. Like, no, nah, this was real. Yeah. And um, and that's pretty much why I liked how diverse he was with this one and, and how he truly used Bible scriptures um to make social references and like to make uh like conscious, obviously religious, but just how he related it to our lives, you know what I mean, and um, and it still be accepted. You know, it yeah. was it was real easy for me to make this decision. I mean, it was real hard for me to make this decision, but then during the intermission, it was just like <laughs> it, it kind of it was kind of easy at that point, even though Power was so successful. Mm-hmm. So
2: yeah. I I agree. So you know, I've said you know I think that Power was. You know, with "Runaway," one of the main thesis statements for this new era of Kanye, for the "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy" album that we got on "Power," you got a you know a, a deep look at Kanye's mindset post all of this, and you know, you know, a progression to where the Kanye that we see today is. But I think that Jesus walks when you when you look at "Power." Power was historic, like, contextually, you know, it was impactful for Kanye's career, but I think that Jesus Walks was, you know, given the historical context, I think Jesus Walks was impactful for hip-hop in general. Mm. Like, I think that Kanye being able to, you know, number one, you know, people not taking him seriously as a rapper... You know, this was on his debut album. Like, people not taking him seriously as a rapper was his whole thing back in, you know, 2004. He was a producer, making these hot beats, but people was like, nah, you can't rap. Like, we good with that. And he fought tooth and nail to get himself a deal and then to make this this debut album that he, been, he spent most of his life working on. Um, and, you know, that alone on that album, he brought what they call that backpack rap to the forefront because in 2004, gangster rap was... Front and center. Like, that's what was hot. That's what people were buying. And then you got Kanye coming out here with the college dropout. And, you know, he's making all of this stuff cool. He's rapping about, you know, social issues and whatnot. So that alone, him putting out this album in that time period was, you know, risky. But to also on that same album put this gospel hip-hop song on there was even more impactful. An impact that I think you know, still, it's still there. You can, it's still felt today. So, I agree with you. I think Jesus Walks deserves to be in the final four. It's it's a final four track. Like, if somebody asks you what's one of Kanye's top four songs, you got to say Jesus Walks. Yeah. You do.
3: And what it did to the how he called out the radio, and it got on <laughs> the, the radio, song, right? in the song. Like, it was uh, hard for them not to play it. You yeah. Know? He he really indirectly called out a lot of rappers Uh because it's not like he the only rapper that believed in Jesus, but they they know in the industry, know whatever, no, you can't put it put talk about rap on the radio. I mean, I mean about Jesus on the radio in rap. So, Mm -hmm. and it's still to this day, it's a lot of gospel rappers out here, but it ain't making the radio, you know. And so he basically just used his platform, which was none at that time in terms of rapping. And, and he went in. So, I I, I like that decision. Okay. So, um,
2: the final division, the Northwest Division. Woo! We have the one seed, can't tell me nothing, versus the two seed, through the wire. What you got, man? This was this was the toughest one of all of these.
3: This definitely was the toughest one. This definitely was the toughest one. This is, like, overtime, double overtime, <laughs> still buzzer beater. Um... Oh, my goodness. Uh, I, I I think... I think... See, these, this is one of those decisions that I will have to make. Like, I may have a different decision tomorrow. <laughs> right. like, I'm going to listen yeah. to this and be like, I should have chose the other. <laughs> um, I will have to say... Through the wire. Okay. I have to say through the wire. And why is that? I just... Wow, this is hard. I can't tell you why. I I have um I just feel like, you know, another correct me if I'm wrong, this is college dropout.
2: Through the wire, yeah.
3: And so another one, huge risk. You know, a lot of people on their first album wouldn't even wanna produce this track while they <laughs> I mean, I mean, like even wanna rap on this track while they're going through recovery, <laughs>
2: right, right, you
3: feel yeah. me? Like because they w- don't want to take many risks yeah. on their first album.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, So persevering through and that, even the creativity that was given to him and um, that he had to to make this and to go in the studio and do it, and it to be so hard, and you can hear him talking different, like you yeah. can hear it because um, he almost sounded like fifty cent at some time, <laughs> yeah, he does, like he really almost really sounded like fifty <laughs> um that with what he said, and you know just being in his shoes, you can like picture yourself in his shoes and picture imagining his girlfriend at the time and her dad, and like you know another situation of flying out, mm-hmm. you know, and uh thinking about that and the impact it had on me at that time. Um, that's what made me choose through the wire. Uh, but n- to to give a point on why I didn't choose can't tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. Is it even tougher to explain? You know? I, know, I know. Um. So yeah, I I can't I can't tell you nothing. <laughs> so like, I can't. That was so bad. Uh, yeah.
2: Um. I I think I agree with you. This this is tough for me. Like this is tough. Like I I've been flip flopping since since we started. I was like nah, it can't tell me nothing. I was like yeah. nah, let's do the wire. It, this is this is one that is it's this is time. It's like if this were a Madness game, it's to the point where you know they in like quadruple overtime and like somebody has to win because we can't we can't play this game forever and Literally. It's, it's just gonna come down to you know that last second. And, you know, like I've been saying, I think Can't Tell Me Nothing is quintessential Kanye. Like, it's, you know, Kanye in a nutshell, but Through the Wire is Kanye's origin story. And, you know, if you think about it, you you don't get Can't Tell Me Nothing. You don't get the Kanye from Can't Tell Me Nothing unless you have that Through the Wire Kanye first. Yeah. Like... The, the personality, the, per, the persistence Man. to be able, you know, for him to, he wanted, he cared about his dream so much that he would literally do anything, rap with his jaw wired shut to make this dream a reality, to defy, to defy the haters. Him, him doing that is saying you can't tell me nothing before he even made that song. So this this was the closest out. Of, I think anyone any one of these matchups Ever. that we've looked at. But I I have through the wire inching by at the last second.
3: And I agree with you a hundred percent. There is no can't tell me nothing without through the wire mm-hmm. because even mm-hmm. though through Kanye West's career, even outside of rap, it shows that you know you can't tell him nothing. But it also shows like. He's been through some stuff, Mm -hmm. and he's getting through it. You know what I mean? And and he's persevering through all that stuff. So, you know, and that says a lot about who he is and how serious he takes the game and how serious he takes whatever he puts his mind to or whatever he's passionate about. It's through the wire. Like, this. man, this track was cold. But just that background story that he incorporated in the track while we're hearing the story, I mean, we're hearing the results of that story. Right, right. You know, um, it's a, it's like three different layers into mm-hmm. this one song. And it kind of carried out in his entire career.
2: Yeah, I agree.
3: Um, and so that's what made me make that decision. So that was a very tough one. I'm telling you, like...
2: Yeah, we sweated through that one.
3: Yeah, like, overtime, double overtime. <laughs> everything, man.
2: All thrill. right. We, we have a final four. Um, we started this episode with 16 and we now have four Woo. in the final four matchup that I will try my best to do next week. We've got through the wire facing off against runaway. And then we've got Jesus walks facing off against niggas in Paris in the final four. I, I feel good about that. You know, there were a few matchups. It could have gone either way, but I I feel good about that, you know, with the matchups and the songs that some of these songs went up against. I think this is I think this is what should have happened. <laughs> I think. I think I might feel a different way tomorrow.
3: Alright, right, right. sleep on it. Right.
2: But hey, we did it. We did it. Yeah. You know? And I'm I'm glad I was able to do this and get a lot of collaboration <laughs> from you, from Karen, because there's no way I would have been able to do this. Oh, and like not be biased by myself. Yeah. Um. So, uh, that is it for the Sweet Sixteen, the Elite Eight, and this dig deeper segment. Um. Shout out to Joe for coming on and making hey. your thoughts and opinions. You know how you feel, man. You feel the good
3: most you? stressful <laughs> out of the maybe dozen podcasts I've done <laughs> on here. <laughs> Think it outside the boot. The most stressful.
2: For sure. For sure. Hands
3: down. Um, but I'm glad we got through it, man. Yeah. This was tough. This was tough. I
2: feel yeah. I appreciate <laughs> you coming on, man. No problem. Uh, next week, I will do the final four and then the championship round all at once. I'm also going to, you know, we'll do a look back. Um, I already know who won the official. Uh, so, the dude that uh, made the Twitter bracket he kind of made them into polls on the internet. So for each round, people on Twitter could go in and vote on every single matchup all the way to the champion. So he's already crowned a champion. Like the Twitter universe has already crowned a champion. And then he did a video with the original panel, at, like to look back on like some of the matchups and how it went down. So I'll probably talk a little bit about that. Um, you know, to see some of the similarities i'm on next week's podcast i'll also give some statistics as far as you know songs from which album fared the best during this tournament um i think that'll be interesting um to show you know how we feel about some of the albums um that kanye has made so look out for that next week's episode will be the the final you know the final matchups for the kanye man bracket thank you all for listening um you know the deal subscribe rating review on apple podcast tell your friend we out here on spotify google play all that go to thinking outside the boombox.com for the podcast newsletter wasn't able to do a press play segment or a uh song of the week uh this week but all of that will be on the press play segment so if you still want all of that you can get it um but, yeah, I will see you all next week. Thank you again, Joe, for coming on. No problem. Um, this has been Thinking Outside the Boombox, your number one source for hip-hop. and. Peace. Peace. Peace.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row?